This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. I'm your guest host today, Tammy McClafferty, and I am here with my co-host, Miss Leah Huey, and we are filling in for Jim Brangenberg. Uh, we want you to check out the latest on the uh, on our on our website www.iworkforhim.com. And while you are out there, pr- please prayerfully consider joining the I Work for Him Nation. Start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. So every day we're going to talk to a, take a different approach to looking at the way you and I think about our faith at work. Today we are going to be talking about love and business because it is. February 14th, and it is Valentine's Day, and we have special guests with us today. We are going to be talking with Trent and Star in just a few minutes. Uh, But again, my name is Tammy, and I am with LifeWork Leadership here in Jacksonville in the First Coast. And LifeWork is a nine-month leadership development program here in the city where we help business leaders bring their faith and their work in greater conjunction. And we look at how we can strategically help business leaders here in the city um, have real kingdom impact with what they do with their work. And so we now have almost 400 alumni of LifeWorkers here in Jacksonville. Uh, We are in the middle of this year's journey, which we take about 40 people every year in LifeWork, and we walk them through this journey. And we we are in the middle of that and excited that in Probably two weeks now, I think, we are coming back with our March 7th show, our March 7th session of LifeWork, and we are going to be discussing humility. Uh, and we have Ed Cobell coming in from um, the DeBarlo Company in Orlando, and he is going to be speaking with us about that topic. Uh, so if you want to know more about LifeWork or want to be a part of LifeWork, if you want to join our jo- uh, our journey, if you want to have the network and the resources that... Um, a group of 400 believers have here in the city of Jacksonville. You can check us out on our website, and you will find that at lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. That's lifeworkleadershipjacks.org, and you can find everything out that you need about LifeWork on that website. Um, And also, we have another great day. So if you are looking or if you are interested in leadership, we have a huge one-day leadership conference coming up on May 10th here in Jacksonville. We are hosting it. Um, and it is called LeaderCast. And so that we bring in typically between five, uh, maybe even 600 people for one day. And we have a large simulcast uh, broadcast from Atlanta. And we have amazing lineup of speakers. Andy Stanley is going to be there. Um, Gail King is going to be there. And uh, it should be a great day. So if you're interested in having some more leadership training, you will find everything you need to know about LeaderCast on that same website, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. So now that we've got all that out of the way, I want to make sure we get back to our topic today, which is love and business. And so when Leah and I were asked to fill in today for Jim and Martha, um, knowing that it was Valentine's Day, we thought what a better way or what a better topic than to find a power couple here in the city who have an amazing godly marriage but who's doing a business together. And so Leah has dear friends that she introduced me to, and that is who we have with us today. So we're just going to start and and learn a little bit about Trent and Star. Um, guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, how are we doing? 
Thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Good. Good. Well, let's just get started because we know we don't have a ton of time because this is the fastest hour in radio, as you just heard. So um, just getting started, let's start at the basics. How did you guys come to be followers of Jesus? Like, what's your testimony? What's your story? Um, Well, I guess for me, uh, my family were actually, um, my parents were Christian missionaries. So growing up, they basically traveled all over the world and, you know, taught people about God and kind of sold all out into it. And so I knew about God at an early age, but it wasn't until college um, that I really gave my personal life to Christ and and started a personal relationship and became baptized. And um, it's definitely a a turning point um, for me there. And um, my journey, I was a PK, pastor's kid. And, um, you know, so I grew up in a family household that loved God. Um, my mom was a, a passionate Christian, um, loved the Lord. You know, I lost her at an early age. But, um, you know, she taught me a lot about the basics, not just the Bible, just, you know, just what it was to love God. Um, and similar to Star, you know, um, you know, you kind of make your way through your teenage years. You kind of start middling in the world a little bit, kind of get lost in different things. And definitely college was uh, more of a lost place for me, especially, you know, losing my mom and, even though I had that rootedness in the family of, of what uh, a Christian was, again, that relationship was really missing. And so um, just being able to, you know, identify eventually, you know, what that personal relationship was like, um, that came, you know, after having some struggles in college and, and being lost for a little bit. But, you know, thank God, you know, that he did find me, you know, and, you know, me and Star found, you know, Christ together, as a matter of fact, as, a, you know, being a couple. Um, and I think that it definitely helped start the basics of our life you know, just having that Christian relationship with him and uh, it ultimately helped our relationship, you know, personally, you know, um, just in our marriage and, you know, with kids and everything we have going forward now. That's awesome. That's great. Now, where'd you guys go to school? The University of Florida. <laughs> go Gators. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out there. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. Okay. So at what point, especially because today we're talking about love and we're talking about business, um, at what point did you guys really start to make that connection between your work and your faith? Yeah, um, I think that, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we had, we had we had a young family and, you know, we're young, I guess, say young Christians at that point, because when we started connecting that personal relationship, I think that's where our journey really began. Um, and I think that, you know, just going through struggles and of a young family and going through, you know, money issues and all kinds of things you have to learn as a young family. Um, I think that, you know, more and more as we, you know, went through those struggles, you know, that that relationship with God was really key in us being able to get through a lot of those struggles. And I think that, you know, over the years and then, you know, as we became business owners, those early life lessons we learned, you know, through uh, struggling, working in the corporate world and all the different arenas of ministry, having young kids, all those struggles, I think, you know, helped us, you know, develop our basis of faith. And so when you start a business, you really, you know, it's on you, you know, and, and especially if it's God called thing. And, and so having that, you know, that faith based, um, I guess, start with, you know, learning to struggle and get through those that really helped us when we did become business owners, because it was like, okay, if God did it for us, then when we were struggling as a young family, well, he can do it for us now as a, as business owners as well. And so I think that I just look back to all the things that we went through. And, um, I think that really set us up, you know, going forward in business and, and I think that that's where we've had our success is because, you know, God's kind of been in that whole plan the whole time. How about you, Star? Where's that connection with work and faith? When did that come into play for you? Um, I think probably right after college, um, as Trent said, we did um, start a family young, which we'll probably go into a little bit uh, more in depth later. And um, so right after college, I took on a job with an insurance company, and I did that for about three years. And when 
when I was transitioning out of that and kind of searching and figuring out what my life passion was is when I got into childcare, which, you know, is, is the field we're in now and um, kind of how everything started. And so um, I think that's probably when I started actually praying about what am I doing here? You know, what, are, what am I doing in life? What is my calling? What is my purpose on the earth? How, how am I supposed to be contributing? And um, so when I crossed over and switched fields, I think that's when um, I started becoming more open to God using me Monday through Friday versus just going to church on Sunday, you know, getting a word and, and, you know, just really figuring out how to connect those two things and how to translate, um, you know, the word into action, into everyday life. So while we're here, before we get a little bit deeper into it, why don't we stop and take a second to explain to the listeners what you guys do, what your business is, um, and give them a little background before we end up taking a break and going into some more detail about that. But why don't you explain a little bit about what you do? Sure. We um, Impact Learning Center. We are uh, early child education centers. Um, a lot of people uh, uh, see that as daycare or child care, but I don't like saying that because it kind of looks like a babysitting service. It's not what we do. We educate children zero to five years old. And, and so we're very passionate about it because uh, that's how kids get their starting life is really understanding social and emotional development, um, even also just being able to pray over the kids and, and give them, you know, direction and purpose early. You know, those are the things that we're really passionate about. And, and so, uh, so we run these centers, uh, three locations here in Jacksonville. We have one in Riverside, one in San Marco, one on the West side as well. Uh, we've got over 30 great staff, you know, that are all credentialized that we train all the time and making sure that they love kids as well. Cause so many people just get into a career. It's like, Oh, let me just get into childcare. And it's, Oh, if you don't love kids, probably not the place you want to be at. So, uh, we make sure our kids, uh, our, all of our kids are loved by our staff. Um, we love our families. And, you know, I think that, you know, the ultimate calling, you know, you talked about when you know, a lot of people overlook this in the Bible where Jesus talked about let the children come. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we overlook children so much in life because we got corporate world and business and all these things. But, you know, we're actually developing the future leaders of America or, or just our world. And so being able to impact their life as early as we can through these education centers, it's, it's a great calling. It's, it's a great place to be. And so we're very passionate about it. Uh, we've been pretty successful these few years we've had, and we're very thankful for it. We are your guest hosts, Leah Huey and Tammy McClafferty, filling in for Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for listening locally and around the world. We've been talking to Trent and Star Pastel, owners of Impact Learning Center, about love and business. So for this fun segment on this beautiful Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about love. So we want to know, Trent and Star, how did you meet? Well, I guess I'll start off. Um, Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It was, what, January 2001. Um, And we were actually, of course, at the University of Florida. It was a fraternity party. Um, My girlfriends and I, my roommates, had been invited. And um, it was during Pledge Week. Um, So all the the fraternities were trying to get all the the young guys to, to come join in and they called us and said, hey, we want to make sure the girls are at the party because if the girls are there, the guys will come. <laughs> so so me and my girls, we were just there to, you know, have some free food and, and have fun and hang out. And um, I remember walking through the door and literally I saw Trent from across the room. Our eyes are locked. And Ooh. to this day, we remember the exact moment and time literally just stood still. Wow. <laughs> so it really happened. Yes, it did. Eyes. I knew what she was wearing. What was she wearing? She was wearing this purple skirt <laughs> you know, and this nice little white top. And it was she had teal. This, oh, teal. Excuse me. Right. Teal. <laughs> teal top. Teal top. But she had, I mean, her eyes are green. They're so beautiful. So they just stood out 
immediately and she had this long curly hair and she would just looked amazing and yeah. i just remember like so time, time did stand still and we ended up um playing spades yes um, the whole night and so we became spades partners and we were just throwing down the cards and winning and talking trash she's very and, competitive um, very, very competitive <laughs> so that's basically how we met and about two weeks later we went on our first date and became inseparable ever since that is awesome <laughs> So the the next chapter in your relationship, you mentioned a little bit earlier, Star, you guys became parents pretty young. So I was wondering if you could share that story and just how Christ used that experience in your lives. Sure. Um, so at, by that point, I think we had been dating almost four years. And um, and we were getting ready. Um, we're, I was in my last um, semester of college, and I find out that I'm pregnant. <laughs> surprise (laughs) and you know at the time um like we mentioned before um our families were christian and you know as we were younger and our college experience was kind of our opportunity to make our own choices and do kind of what we Mm -hmm. felt like doing and so you know a lot of times we weren't i mean you know i feel like both of us kind of got away from our faith and kind of got away from the things that we were taught um, when we were young and you know we we to be honest just you know, did what we wanted to do and sure. had fun. And and um, I think that was a huge turning point um, for me is, you know, coming to that realization, you know, I'm not ready to be a mom. We're not married. And, you know, what am I going to do now? Yeah. And uh, the funny part, I think that it kind of was one of those things. She uh, was probably going to go to Atlanta, be a go for Teach for America. Um, I still had another about another year of school at the time. Um, and it was kind of a confusing point in our life, I think, Um you know, as as any college student, you know, what is your next step? What do you want to do? Um, but then again, like she said, up here comes baby. You know, what do you do? And so I remember, you know, I called my dad and, you know, he said, hey, everything's going to be okay. You know, uh, you know, just, you know, trust God, you know, and, and, you know, but at that time, you don't really know what that really means, sure. mm-hmm. especially when you're not really following him the way mm-hmm. you should. And um, but, you know, I, I, I did know that I wanted to be a good dad. You know, I wanted to be there. And, you know, ultimately, you know, the funny story is with Star, she was about to go to Teach for America. She literally was in her last interview stage and she was about to leave. And on that same day that the interview was supposed to be, you know, she was rear-ended you know, by a, wow. a, a, a young woman. And, and so uh, and it took almost an hour for that to happen or for the police to come mm-hmm. and the report. And she missed the interview. Wow. And, you know, had she got that interview, she probably would have been off and going and she was pregnant too at the time yeah. and so she probably but you know what that would have looked like who knows but you know god has a you know his plan you know a lot of times for us that we don't understand and uh and so you know we, um she went on and graduated and you know we made the decision that you know we're going to make this work we're going to do our best to you know be a good mother and father and at that time i think uh you know god was starting to work on my heart as i i know he was yours as well star yeah and um and during that time i mean being pregnant for me i just you know, I, I came from um, humble beginnings and, you know, my whole school life, I, I wanted to excel. You know, I was a cheerleader. I was in student government. I was always, you know, just really focused on being, you know, the good girl and doing the right thing. And so to be in that position, you know, for other people, they may say, hey, you were in your 20s. You know, it's OK. You guys dated for a while. You know, the world might think that's OK. But coming to the realization that, you know what, I know that, you know, God has more for me and that there's, you know, a way to do things. And, you know, I just, I really had to start searching and figuring out, you know, what am I doing here? What is life all about? You know, it's not just about 
you know, having fun and going to parties and, <laughs> you know, living that college life. I mean, you know, I'm getting ready to leave college soon and, you know, I need to figure out what I'm doing. And, and so for me, that's when um, I really gave my life over to Christ. You know, I got baptized. I started going to church. I started praying. I, I really, um, God became real to me. Jesus really became real at that point. Yeah. And I think as a, a, a young man, you know, I guess, uh, you know, it can go either way. I, I think I, I wanted to just, you know, be that good father. I want, but I didn't really know at that time how to be a good partner, you know, and, you know, that I think that was the most difficult part of being a young parent because now you have a different dynamic that comes into the play that you now have to have this child relationship that you got to have. And then somehow you got to foster this relationship with this, you know, your, your partner. And, you know, so I said, okay, well, Let's go ahead and get married, you know. And so I, I proposed, and you know, she said yes, thankfully. And uh, <laughs> you know, and, but um, you know, but we got married young, and um, but yet we were still learning parents. We were still learning each other. Yeah, we dated for four years, but mm-hmm. dating and marriage are two different things. Yeah. And then as new, you know, really born again Christians again, you know, rededicating our life to Christ. Now there's a, another dynamic in play. How do you do it the God way? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially when the world's saying different things. So you know, we uh. You know, there's a lot of a lot of decisions that we have to make as a young family, you know, where we're going to live, what we're going to do as far as work. You know, um, I was still trying to live the football dream a little bit. You know, I became a grad assistant um, with Urban Meyer staff at University of Florida. And, you know, I was trying to contemplate whether I should go into coaching or, you know, or do I, you know, stay with my family? You know, because when you decide to be a coach, you're going to be going all over the place and things, you know, and, you know, I had to I had to choose not to live that life anymore. I had to choose to give up working at the bar and being a bartender to get quick money and cash. I mean, literally, I was working from, you know, morning all the way till night, still going to school and all these things. And you just have to that. I think that was the beginning of God pulling me saying, "Okay, do you want me (laughs) or do you want to do it your way or do you want the world's way? Yeah. And, And. And another thing, too, I think that really helped us find our way um, as we were going through that transition period in our life um, was we had a lot of great mentors. You know, we had um, pastors, we had elders, you know. So as we connected into the church, um, you know, we, we started getting that covering, you know. So the, the any time that we were struggling with our relationship, you know, there was somebody that we could call. You know, our, we couldn't call our friends. Our friends didn't know what we were going through. None of our <laughs> friends had children. None of our friends were talking about marriage. You know, our friends were talking about buying big houses and moving out of town for these great jobs. And so, you know, our life, our path looked very different from theirs. And then also, you know, our faith walk, um, it was, you know, it was different. And so we had to, um, you know, God put the right people in our life that we could pull on for the resources and, and for the, um, you know, the, the uh, path and the information that we needed. Yeah. And it started with that. Yes. I think when you, when you do say yes to Christ, um, even though, you know, you don't know how it's going to turn out, he kind of starts putting things in your life, like the people in the place, if you're willing to just be there, just show up where you're supposed to be and, and go to the right places. And I think that, you know, as we, you know, even though we had all our issues that we're still trying to work out, <laughs> you know, that we multiple issues as, as young couple, um, I think that because we were making the effort to serve, making the effort to do the right things, God started meeting us where we were at, you know. And here's the great part about he was there the whole time, you know. He never left us, He, but it's that we never saw him the way that we were supposed to. Mm-hmm. And so he started, you know, unlifting certain things and moving certain barriers and putting the right things in our life as we started getting closer to him, you know. And, and ultimately helped because, you know, um, shortly after we had our son, you know, up oh, here comes a daughter, you know, literally two, just a little over two years later. And so now we're still in our mid-20s, and now we have a son, we have a daughter, 
Um, we're thinking we have to pay childcare. You know, we have to do all these, which was another <laughs> whole story of you know. Oh, to, yeah. yeah. Um, we got to figure out where we're going to live. You know. Um, and which ultimately got us back to Jacksonville. You know, we moved to Jacksonville um, after we had, you know, my daughter. And um, I got my first job offer here and trying to make a career. And um, but but even still, you know, that faith walk still is there with you. And you have to, you know, continue to have Christ, you know, hopefully go with you. You know, we had this great covering and games we were at. But when we left, you know, it was like us alone by ourselves again. And I was like, okay, well, what do we do as a young couple again? We have just a couple minutes before the next break, and I want to make sure we cover something really awesome about your marriage that I think would really encourage our audience. So you guys do something called 50 First Dates. Can you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, one night a couple years ago, um, I just woke up. It was a little bit before New Year's, a um, couple days probably before New Year's, and I just had a vivid dream, and I felt like God was telling me something. So I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I wake Trent up, and I say, you know, I, I really think we're supposed to do this thing. I feel like we're supposed to um, start um, a, a, a dating you know, website or something. And so we started this thing on Facebook. We are talking with um, Trent and Star because it's Valentine's Day today. We are talking about love and business, and they are co-owners of the Impact Learning Centers here in and around Jacksonville. And in the last segment, we were talking to you guys about how you met, about your marriage, some of the, you know, rough patches, the rough starts that you guys had to work through and how God was good to you in all of that. Um, but what was really cool as we, you know, were getting to know you and heard your story a little bit was your 51st dates. Um, so if you can, now that we're back on and, and talking, kind of go back to that and share a little bit with uh, our listeners about your idea of the 51st dates. Sure. Um, so with 51st States, it's basically just a Facebook page, um, and it's a, a network of other um, couples, married couples. And the premise is this, um, to really spend the time and the energy courting your spouse. You know, we do a lot of that while we're dating. Um, and even uh, just a pun off of the movie 51st Dates, um, Adam Sandler uh, spends basically every day trying to win over Drew Barrymore's heart. <laughs> She has memory loss, and every every day, you know, she forgets who he is, and he has to do it all over again. And so even thinking about that, you know, um, when we're dating, we spend all this time and energy trying to, to um, you know, win that person over. And, you know, we're thinking of new ideas, and we're on the phone all night, and, you know, who's going to hang up first? And in our marriage, sometimes we let that go. And especially as business partners, you know, sometimes we got to the point where we would, um, talk about business constantly at home, at the business. I mean, we, we never knew how to shut it off. And so I think that was something God dropped in my spirit to force us to really remember that we're spouses first. That's right. yeah. uh, to my husband, Sean, if he's out there listening, the Facebook page again is uh, <laughs> 50 First Dates. Feel, feel free to check that out and, and like that. 2019, 50 First Dates 2019. There, there you go. You go. <laughs> Um, so part of the, the the other piece that we want to get to today and talk about, because, again, this is the fastest hour on radio, so we want to make sure we get there. Um, that's a little bit of the love side that we were able to talk about. I want you to try to make that transition for us now into business. So the two of you um, right now are co-owners of these businesses. But, but walk us back a little bit and tell us how that came to fruition. How did that come to be? Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a definitely a crazy story because it's definitely a God story. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't think that you know, either one of us really thought that we we're going to be entrepreneurs or start our own business. Uh, we both were kind of climbing the corporate ladder. I was in corporate sales, mortgage sales as a division sales manager. 
You know, Star was um, an area manager with large not-for-profit, Pittsburgh Children's Services, and we're doing fine. Our family, we're raising our kids. You know, we had the homes, we had the vehicles, we were you know serving in ministry. We're doing all the great things, and you know, and but sometimes you know, as you're doing it, just your day to day, you know. Sometimes when God's nudging at you to do something else, or there's something more that he wants you to do, or sometimes we get comfortable, you know, God starts to shift things. And and there was a shift that was happening in my, inside of me. Um, you know, at this time, you know, we is you know, there was a uh, we go through a, a consecration at our church. We go to the Potter's house here in Jacksonville, Florida. And so every December we go through uh, 21 days of consecration starting December 1st to the 21st. And um this was uh, about four and a half years back. And so during that consecration season, I was going to pray every day, but I really just wasn't feeling it. You know, I mean, everybody's around in the spirit. Everyone's getting, seeing, hearing from God. And I'm there. I'm just like trying to connect so hard. And I just couldn't, you know, I was just felt like I was just there. Um, but there's something my bishop said um, towards the latter part of the uh, consecration. And one of the things he said very distinctly, he said, so many of us want the Job blessing, but we don't want to go through the Job experience. And right in there, just like hit my heart like a ton of bricks. And I knew that was for me. And so I said, all right, God, if you want me to go through my Job experience, you know, for what you're trying to do, I'm ready. And I always go back and I say this now. I'm like, you be careful what you ask for (laughs) because then God's going to give you that. Yeah. And so, uh, so we go, you know, into that January, that was December. We go into January, the new year of 2014. And um, Star was, again, Pittsburgh Children's Services, and there was a huge Head Start conference where her CEO had invited her to go to. And so as her husband, I was able to go. And at this time, being in early childhood, I was getting starting to, you know, hear all the lingo and all the great talks about early childhood and all the great things they do. And so I was very fascinated when I went to this conference in D.C. and all the amount of people that's involved in the programs and what Head Start was. And I was very excited. And at this time, I think Star's kind of, you know, she that kind of hit a plateau in herself where she was working and things. You kind of say a little bit about that. Yeah. And so by this point, um, I had just gotten promoted as an area manager. So um, before I was a, a center director and I was working directly with the children, the families, the staff, you know, just kind of hands on, you know, hugging babies every day and, <laughs> and um, basically uh, coaching the teachers and, you know, talking with parents about, you know, potty training and, you know, just the day in and day out stuff, which is what I loved. And as an area manager, you know, I was directly supervising 25 people and I enjoyed that as well. But being at the central office, you know, being away from the children, you know, I think um, I, I hit a little bit of a plateau um, in that, you know, there's a lot of emails and meetings and, you know, you don't see those smiling faces as much. Yeah. And so uh, so I'm excited at this conference. You know, she was happy to be there at the conference, but, you know, probably not as much as I was. <laughs> um, and so uh, but I remember um, there was one night um, it was during the uh, one of the State of the Union that President Obama was giving at the time. And after the State of the Union, we were coming back from the Capitol and uh, we go back to the hotel and it was just a beautiful cold night, but it was r- snowing just a little bit. And I just felt just this peace. And I was like, you know, you know, so I just want to kind of walk around. And, and, you, and I was like, do you want to come with me? And she's and, like, and of course it was freezing. <laughs> yeah, so my answer yeah, was no, no, she's not going. So she goes back there, she goes to sleep and I, here I am just walking around Washington, D.C. And, you know, not really know where I'm going, but I'm um, just, you know, just enjoying the peace. And literally, you know, I just there was a moment, an instant where I just. You know, I, I've only heard the audible voice of God maybe one other time in my life, but I heard his audible voice say, it's time to let it go. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. He was telling me that I need to 
let go of my job. And so I'm like, all right, God, well, you're telling me to let my job go. I need a sign. I need something. You're going to tell me just like to quit everything. the audible everything. voice was not yeah, enough. Yeah, the audible voice wasn't enough. God's you know? voice booming and from so, heaven. Yes. And so, um, and so I said, okay, God, I need a sign. And, and literally, as I looked up, I find myself on the east wing of the White House. And as uh, all of a sudden, these sirens start going off and, you know, this all these cop cars are going by. And literally, it was the motorcade for President Obama, huh. and it's going into the East Wing of the White House. But not only that, it has to stop. You know, they're going through every security sweeps and all these things. And there's this, like maybe a group of like a, of six or seven people, a little family that was there with me. And then President Obama at the time, you know, literally starts talking to us right there in the corner. Oh I'm like, oh, my God, like what <laughs> is going on here? And my phone is dead, so I can't take a picture. I can't take a video. The little group there is taking pictures and videos, and they're all smiling. And I asked the lady, oh, my God, please send me this picture and video. And, of course, she never does, you know. But I think that just really was a moment I was supposed to have. Right. It wasn't for anybody else. And so I go back to the hotel room, stars dead sleep, of course. But you know what? I was so excited. I wake her up. So, oh, my God, this is what happened. And President Obama's here. And, and I think God told me to quit my job. And she's like, what? Like, God what? spoke to you me. Know, I like, saw God, the president. Yeah, Let's you know, go. Like, yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, I think that eventually, you know, when she heard, I guess, the excitement in my voice and understand, I think she was really, you know, really knowing that something was going on at that moment. Yeah. And so long story short, uh, next thing you know, as we, you know, get back from from the segment uh, or from the um, from Washington D.C., um, Trent says he wants to quit his job. He had been there for four years. He was a, a manager doing great, and um, actually they had just won you know a huge award you know an award that every year you know they were bidding for, and he finally um, got it for um, the best sales division. And b- right about that time is when he said, "I feel like God's calling me to quit my job." And so, um, yeah, I go in my uh, senior vice president's office right after getting the award in front of the whole entire company. Say, hey, quitting my job effective immediately. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know, and just so, won the award, just won the award, you know. <laughs> and so but, you know, he got a, I got a chance to let him know why something God was calling me to do this. I was able to go to my senior vice, uh, my, my owners of the center and all those things. But um, come to find out, you know, the next day um, I get a phone call from my managers and he's like, man, how did you know what was going on? I'm like, what are you talking about? They just shut down 90% of the company. Wow. And this was literally the day after, the day after you I, resigned. I resigned, you know. And so kind of I knew that I guess God was in something here, you know, yeah. knowing that he shielded me from having to go through all that, you know. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so you, you hear from God. You've seen the president. You quit your job the day before <laughs> it goes under. Yes. And then what? Yeah, so, um, I mean, at that time, I just, I was hoping to kind of seek God and say, all right, God, what's next for me? And and literally, I didn't really hear a whole lot, you know, so I just started going on to interviews after interview, maybe 30, 40 interviews, and I heard nothing. I didn't get any jobs. I got no, you know, anything at all, you know. And Yeah, so basically at that point, he starts fasting, praying, and the vision starts coming um, little by little. And at some point, he says, I really feel like God's calling us to open our own center. Mm-hmm. And so that was basically the beginning. You know, we just started, you know, we, we were um, with only one salary now for months and months. I mean, this is February 1st, he quit. And we didn't even open our first center until um, September 22nd. And so during that time period was our valley season. You know, we just had to start fasting, praying, believing God for for every day that we were going down the right path and doing what he called us to do. And he just supernaturally put the right people in our place. You know, we um, secured an amazing business mentor who's, you know, helped us the whole way. Um, People, you know, gave us funding that we we really didn't even qualify for it. So, you know, the the whole thing started with that. And um and it's been amazing. That's awesome. 
All right, we are your guest hosts, Leah Huey and Tammy McClafferty, filling in for Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for listening, Jacksonville and around the world. We've been talking to Trent and Star Postel, owners of Impact Learning Center, about love and business. So let's get right back to it. If you guys were going to sum up your life experiences so far with love and business, and if there's somebody listening who maybe works with their spouse, is thinking about working with their spouse, a couple starting a company, what is the pearl of wisdom that you would want to leave them with to be able to do that really well? Love God. <laughs> Simple as that. Got, gotta love God. And, you know, it's, it's been a great, amazing journey. Um, you know, we celebrated 18 years of being together this Yay! year, 13 years of marriage. Woo-hoo! And, you know, and I think, you know, your vows really say it all, you know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, for death, do you part. And I think that we've had our ups and downs, but that's consistent throughout all that has been our love and our love for God. And I think that's really was has carried us through all of this and even mm-hmm. through the valley seasons because now we're actually experiencing a lot of our ladder which is great you know having our older kids our kids are 14 and 12 now so if they went from the baby stage now teenagers are a little more independent we're able to do our 51st dates we're able to do all kinds of extra things that we were longing for that our friends were doing when they were younger and we weren't able to because we were changing diapers and so uh, so yeah just being on the other side of things i think just having that faith in god and 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 really just pushing through some of those rough patches and, and just holding on to each other i think that's been a good key for our relationship Yeah, definitely. And then also getting wise counsel. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. really important to get people that have been there and that are telling you, you know, the things that you have to hear, not just what you want to hear. And I think God really blessed us to have that covering and to have people that, you know, really could support us in in that sense. Um, And so and, and the biggest thing, of course, is just making time for each other. You know, we've learned that as business owners just to to learn how to how to take time out for us. Um, so we do go on a lot of little mini trips every year. <laughs> we'll take maybe, you know, sometimes we can't get away very long, but we'll take a Friday off and we'll take, you know, three days and just, you know, take a little road trip and do some things together. And guys, just a little bit of advice. Just find the small things. Just do the dishes sometimes. Take out the trash. <laughs> you know, all those little things that the wife complains about and wants to do. Do it. Just clean up. Clean up helps a lot. Helps your helps your marriage Amen. good time. Yes, yes. Amen. It also helps in a daycare center. Yes, it does. There's Absolutely. a lot of toys Absolutely. on the ground. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so I have to chime in and ask, of your 51st dates, Star, I'll ask you first, what's been the best? What can my husband listening to out there, what's been your best? Oh, goodness. Um... Trent, help me. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I've done some pretty good stuff here. I've been doing some pretty good stuff. He's done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting this question. Sorry. So mm-hmm. hold on. Let me actually, see if this, I can think actually, of I think she really liked the last one we just went on for her birthday was February 1st. And uh, so I took her to Palm Coast. Um, it's a nice, um, you know, golfing resort out there. Um, I think Hammock, Hammock Resort. Uh-huh. And uh, we did a, a sunset picnic. Ooh. And on the beach. And we did some stargazing. And so I got the chance to show her all the different. Uh, constellations. you know constellations and all the signs and all wow. in the stars and stuff and so we just enjoyed you know nice little company together so that was that was a pretty nice one yeah and we try and be creative so we'll do things like rock climbing i mean you know things that we've kind of wanted to try but didn't get a chance since we've been you know so busy in our young lives um so it, 
pretty much anything is game. Anything could be a date. As long as it's just the two of you, it's at least an hour and you're having fun. Yeah. You don't have to go big every time. I mean, even just like <laughs> sitting on the couch and watching you say yes to the dress, right? And so, uh, so trust me, I mean, putting that time in sometimes works out for you, you know. But uh, I've, I've never had to say yes to the dress, but, you know, I've, I've watched plenty of ladies do it just for, for the sake of her. And that, and that could be a date as well. Yes. Yeah. So husbands listening? Stargazing, sunset picnic on the beach. That's your Valentine's Day date to beat. <laughs> so there's the bar. Fantastic. So I want to make sure everybody listening can learn more about Impact Learning Center. We've talked about it. You know, excellent, safe, caring place to take your children. So guys, tell us, where are your locations in Jacksonville? Okay, so we have three different locations. One is in the San Marco area. One is in Riverside. Um, uh, Riverside and then also on the west side. The west side one is our newest location near 103rd Street and Ricker Road and we just opened that one in October. So we have plenty of spots um, there although we are filling up very very quickly um, and then the other two centers we have a, a few spots here and there um, so you can check us out on our website at impactlcjacks.com um, and the phone numbers to the centers, all the information is there, impactlcjacks.com. Um, we are accredited. We have been through the Guiding Stars program of Duval, so we do have four stars um, as a rating. Um, we have amazing staff. We have ladies with degrees. Um, everybody's fully certified. Everybody um, that's there really just loves children. You know, we do uh, trainings monthly with our staff, so we just want to make sure that we're giving the community something that's um, really high quality but that's also affordable because that's that's our biggest thing so most of the children we service are between six weeks and five years old um, we run all sorts of programs so we do head start we have vpk um, we accept the school readiness voucher um, and we are open from 7 a.m to 6 p.m uh, monday through friday Fantastic. So you've heard it. Impact Learning Center, 51st dates, Trenton Star Postel setting a very, very high bar for everybody's Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for being with us today, everybody. Um, and before we close out, just wanted to say how I know Trenton Star. So one of those ways is Trent and I are in a program together called Wise Council that is for Christian business leaders to get together and share ideas. And Star mentioned the importance of wise counsel earlier. So that's how Trent and I know each other. And then Trent and Star also participate in my nonprofit organization, Better Together, in our job fairs in Jacksonville. So it's been fantastic to help connect them with some staff around the city. Better Together exists to keep families together and equip and empower parents really to be the best people they can possibly be. So we have a foster prevention program to come around parents in crisis and help them through those things to try to um, prevent the need for foster care. And then getting even further upstream of that, we have a workforce ministry and a, really an employment empowerment ministry um, that connects churches with uh, businesses in the community, with nonprofits in the community, to offer incredibly welcoming, hospitable, grace-filled job fairs where hundreds of people come in from every conceivable background, are encouraged, are reminded of their dignity, we help them identify their skills, and then we connect them to jobs. And so last year in 2018 in Jacksonville, 26% of the job seekers we served went home with an immediate work opportunity, and 89% went home either having conducted or scheduled an interview. 
So if you're looking for work in Jacksonville, if you're a business in Jacksonville or in Southwest Florida, check us out at bettertogetherus.org. Again, that's bettertogetherus.org. And then if you're a church here in Jacksonville or anywhere else in Florida, check out our website because we would love to partner with you on this fantastic ministry to reach out into the community and serve. So that's that's a piece of what Better Together does. And Tammy, do you want to just tell us real quick again which organization you're with? Again, this is Tammy, and I am with LifeWork Leadership. LifeWork Leadership is a leadership development program here in Jacksonville. We are looking to work um, with faith-based professionals here in the city. And uh, we have a great network, again, of about 400 people that we do life together. And we help you... Um, figure out the best way to bring your faith and your work in greater conjunction. So we are in the middle of our journey and are always welcoming new members to LifeWork. So you can find us at our website, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org, lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. And in our final few uh, minutes before we leave, I do have to give a shout-out to my dear friend Leah here who is expecting And so thinking of your Valentine's Day and listening to Trent and Star as they give all these words of wisdoms, is there anything that you are going to take home with Jason now with this new baby coming along that you are going to glean knowledge from what they've shared today? Well, first of all, I know where I'm going to go for babysitting when Jason takes (laughs) me on 50 dates this year on top of having a newborn. No, I think it's it's great timing because uh, we found out we were expecting in October, and so we're about halfway through the pregnancy. And in that time, God has been just so faithful in providing exactly what Star and Trent talked about. Just an incredible church community, personal mentors, people to keep us accountable, folks that are walking through marriage with us. And so I feel like we've been on this crash course of marriage and parenting over the last six months, and it's just preparing us really for this next season of life. So I can't encourage you enough. If you're thinking about starting a family, anything like that, plug into a local church, you know, get accountability um, and, and just be in community. So thank you so much. Just closing out the show, I want to thank you all for listening to I Work For Him today. When you get home, please t- t- go to the website, iworkforthenumber4him.com. And consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Um, So just thank you so much, Trent and Star Pastel, for joining us today. Um, Remember, our workforce is our mission field. And in this mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees ever meet. You've been listening to I Work For Him Radio with your guest hosts, Leah Huey and Tammy McClafferty. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field. But ultimately, I work for him.